which teammate would you be okay getting stuck on a desert island with and why? Ooh, it's got to be Clates. He's just so self-sufficient. He can, I think, being a farmer, he's got a lot of tools in his toolbox that he can use. And I also get along with him great, D-Partners. It, it'd have to be him. Another guy, Godet, he's he's good in the, in the wild, but I think it, it'd be Clates for sure. Welcome once again, Monster fans, to another edition of the Monsters Eye View podcast. As always, alongside my co-host, Nicole Dovolano, I'm Tony Brown, and we've got a fun guest today. It's Jake Christensen, who is Cleveland's All-Star this year. He's just back from Laval, where he competed in the AHL All-Star Challenge, the skills competition, got the whole experience, and Nicole, from the looks of it, just looking from afar, the Rocket had three years to put this event together because it kept getting uh, postponed due to COVID, and it seems like it was worth the wait, because boy, did it look first class in every way and uh, that's what Christy had to say about it too yeah that market up there is definitely something that I've always wanted to see and I just I loved watching it from afar I know we saw that Ferris wheel and the mascots on the Ferris wheel but <laughs> it looked great and man the timing of this episode was perfect just with him getting right back and all the memories are still fresh yeah and you know the mascots the Ferris wheel all that is great but what I think is really amazing about the rocket and what they do up there at Plus Bell is just the passion from the fans. Now, we know it's Montreal, so it's like one of the biggest hockey hotbeds on earth, but they come out for the uh, for the Rocket in a big way just for regular season games. So to see that in that special setting with a chance for them to root on some of their own players, I mean, the support was really what took me aback because we've seen some big crowds in that building, but this looked like it was on another level. Yeah, and you know, Jake brings it up that he was on team with some of those players, so what a good spot for him to be in to have all those cheers coming for him, too. Yeah, so let's get to that interview in just a minute, but quickly here, we're now into the second half of the season. That's the other thing that the All-Star break signifies is like, it's the home stretch now, and the Monsters have a big slate of games coming up. This long homestand is coming to an end, and the team's going to get back out on the road, but just today, their first practice after the All-Star break, doesn't it kind of feel around here, just with the whole organization, like, okay, the next thing, let's make the playoffs. Yeah, and that's something that I know the guys have brought up in the post-game, coaches brought up in the post-game, that just coming back from All-Star, it's just playoff hockey and you know we were like oh are you planning for playoff hockey and are you playing playoff hockey and the answer was both essentially you know and especially with uh Belleville coming into town this weekend such a division match up there yeah big big games big big points coming up so I love it we can all sort of have our our fun around the holiday season that bleeds into the all-star you get the new year in there but now that's all behind us and it's back to the grind here till April and and hopefully a, a shot at the Calder Cup playoffs so without further ado let's take a quick break and on the other side We'll hear from Jake Christensen, the Monsters All-Star this year. He was a postseason second-team All-Star last year. Great entry on his resume for sure. We'll talk all about it with Christy after this on the Monsters iView podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Monsters I View podcast, and our guest is Jake Christensen, and uh, let's get right into it, Christy, because you're coming off uh, a pretty cool event with the AHL All-Star Classic up in Laval. Now, David Yurichek was the Monsters, you know, representative, but it came up that he wasn't going, so I guess a good place to start is, how did you hear that you were uh, not getting four days off, but instead heading up to Laval for the All-Star game? Yeah, um, it was Saturday morning. 
after pregame skate, I was just driving home, and then Clarky, Chris Clark, called me and uh, informed me that I'd be uh, the Monsters representative, and I was super excited. Uh, obviously, cool event to go to, and just uh, I was I was excited. Well, it looked awesome. I mean, just watching from afar, a lot of little touches, and I know they had three years to put this thing together, right? Because of COVID, and mm-hmm. it kept getting delayed. But it seemed like the Rocket just did an amazing job in hosting the event. Was that your experience? Yeah, it was amazing. Everybody got in there quickly. The travel was not too bad for anyone. And then once the event started, it was it was unbelievable. The fans, the the light show, and the way the organization put it on, and uh, they really did a great job. Everybody had a blast. All the players loved it. I know the three-on-three tournament was such a blast. I was on a team with a bunch of guys from the Rocket and uh, <laughs> a couple other French guys from Syracuse. So the the fans really got behind our team which made it super cool and um really enjoyable so what's it like you know as a player especially the rocket because we just saw them a few weekends ago and it was a tough series against them and then you go and you're on the same team in such a fun environment with them too so how does that uh shift for you on the ice yeah it was cool everybody obviously was friendly i had never met any of those guys formally other than playing against them so uh it was nice to get to know them a little bit kind of being also in in their environment their locker room which was cool to see they've got a great setup there. Yeah, everybody was super nice and welcoming and I had a great time getting to know a lot of great players. So how's it work like for an all-star game? So normally when the team travels on the road, you have a roommate and all that. Do they put you in a room with like somebody from another team or like what, how's that work? Kind of depending on your situation. Guys had girlfriends there, wives. Those guys got their own rooms and then uh, yeah, I actually ended up being roommates with uh, one of my good buddies, Braden Pahal. He's with uh, Henderson. I met him at Flames Camps funny enough. And we just kind of got to know each other there. We were roommates there and then roommates again here at All-Star Game. So it, it was a great time. We had a, we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs getting caught up and everything. That's awesome. So you had the All-Star Challenge, right, which was the three-on-three tournament. But you also had the skills competition. So if, if I remember right here, you did the hardest shot and you did like the breakaway relay and maybe one other event there. But tell us about that. I thought there were some cool touches there. Like, uh, for instance, Laval taking the glass out, right, along the walls so yep. you could get right up there with the Fans. That must have been cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Obviously, there's a lot of fans, uh, kids hanging over the boards, uh, wanting to get high fives, signing stuff. I thought that was a really cool touch. That was something cool that they did. And the all-star uh, skills competition was great. I have uh, never really partaken one of those. Obviously, watched a lot of them. I had to do hardest shot. I haven't really practiced walking into a clapper in a <laughs> slot, just giving it all out for a long time especially with that many eyes on you. So it was cool to see. I was uh, super excited to take part in it and just watch all the guys. A lot of guys that you don't play during the season. We have pretty much the whole Western Conference and then a bunch of teams in the East that you don't see at all. So it was right. cool to see those guys and their skills and kind of watch them do their thing. You did pretty good, though. I mean, you got over 95, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you were up there, mm-hmm. top four or five. I was happy with that. I'd, I'd like to see my shot if I got a couple more chances. Just, I don't know, I was obviously a little <laughs> bit worried about, you know, hitting the post or missing the net or something <laughs> just haven't done that for a while kind of uh, I'd like to experiment with how many strides you take in and stuff like that so I know the entire event was so amazing but is there one moment that really stood out to you that was just really cool for you there was a lot of cool things the walk-in before the skills competition it was super cool so many fans out there in the freezing cold waiting for the guys and so that was cool the intros were was super cool the way they did that it was first class and then the I think the biggest thing was just uh, our last game if we won we'd make it into the final game and so obviously the fans were really rooting for us and we scored with like a minute left and the crowd went crazy it was so loud it was like a play it sounded like a playoff overtime winner then then we did a shootout and the way it worked was because of the tv deal there's uh, only a certain amount of time you can go and so we had three shooters and 
if the three shooters, if you ended with a tie, you tied. Yeah. But we had all the French guys, so they skew the rules a little bit. And uh, we shot for a winner, which was sick. Yeah, that's awesome. I guess just to wrap up the all-star talk, like you might not know a lot of the other players personally, like you said, but was there anybody that like caught your eye? Because this is the cream of the crop in the American League. Like, Who are you watching thinking, like, wow, glad we don't have to play against those guys? I know Phillips a little bit, but I know he's okay. so skilled, and I haven't seen him play for a while. And, yeah, his skill is, is unbelievable. Another guy from the West that we don't see is Ty. And I know he played here and he's amazing. He's right up there leading the league in points every yep. year, it seems like. So it was cool to kind of see what those guys look like on ice because we, we don't get to see them. Talking here with Jake Christensen, fresh off his all-star experience in Laval. It's the Monsters Eye View podcast. All right, Christy, let's transition away from the all-star game now. You guys are now officially into sort of the second half of the season. So you're starting to think about things like qualifying for the playoffs and everything sort of tightens up a little bit in the league here. I guess as you embark on a big weekend here against Belleville, one of the teams you're going up against for one of those last playoff spots in the North. Sort of what's the mood in the room with everybody coming off their nice break here and you guys getting back to a nice long practice today? How are you guys sort of coming back together here for this big push? Yeah, I think today, obviously, a lot of guys are recharged. They feel like they've got a lot of energy from that all-star break, trying to get your bodies right, feel good, touch the puck, and get ready for what we've got ahead of us. Um, obviously, it's a really important time in our season. It seems like we've got a lot of divisional games that are like four-point swings. And so we're just trying to get mentally prepared and focused for uh, what is really the biggest weekend of the year. Seems like coming up every weekend. Part of this league is the lineups are constantly changing, but I saw a couple guys back on the ice that haven't been out there in a while. So for the defense in particular, how are you guys adjusting and coming together through all of the adversity our lineup's been super fluid with everything going on and guys going up and down and everything so just trying to take it as we go kind of take it in stride everybody's played with everybody i think at this point so it's all familiar it's not like a, a brand new guy coming in right so yeah no it's it's okay we're we're just taking it in stride and worrying about uh trying to rekindle some things that are going on just going off of that it does seem though like when you're here in cleveland as opposed to when you're called up you're playing with cole clayton a whole lot of course you guys played together last year and it just seems like that sort of bond has stuck like you know what makes that a good pairing on the ice but also just in person with the two of you knowing how to communicate yeah I love playing with Clates he's such a good player such a good guy he's poised he doesn't force anything I think yeah we really play well together um we kind of familiar faces when he got here I played against him um in the western league I like the western league guys obviously it's uh <laughs> him and Fonny are rooming together I became friends with Clates uh last year obviously playing together and just a really good guy I like him a lot and uh yeah it's it's super fun to play with him I'm thankful that I get to play with Clates. Yeah, and of course, you and Fonstad played together in junior as yeah. well. Wanted to ask you about your most recent NHL call-up. Now, this was kind of cool. You're from uh, Vancouver, and you were called up by the Blue Jackets at the end of January and got to play a game in Seattle. So that must have been kind of fun, right? A chance to see the family, see one of the newest, the newest NHL barn. But that had to be great to be headed to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it was super cool. I played junior hockey in Everett, which is 30 minutes away. So mm-hmm. I had my Billet family come out. A lot of the guys that work for the team now worked for Everett at the time when I I was there so I, I got to see a lot of familiar faces which was awesome and they got to see me play I'm the first player to make the NHL for my billets and they've been billeting for 20 something years so that was super cool for them yeah it was it was awesome I love Seattle we used to go there all the time when I was younger and to see that rink and when I was in Everett all the plans for them to become an NHL team were kind of in the works and so you're kind of right on the front row for that just watching it all happen so just being able to take part in that game was great did you get to catch up with Mike Benton at all yeah Bents was there he I bumped into him right when I got there 
there. Nice. Um, he was he was right up there ta- saying hi. And James Stuckey, the equipment manager, was equipment manager when I was in uh, Everett. So yeah. So obviously that was a big moment for you. But has there been a moment in your time up in the NHL that was just a super surreal moment for you? My my first goal obviously was something that I'm gonna remember forever, which is amazing. That's probably the one moment that sticks out. This year, the first time that I've actually had able to have like a group of my family come watch was great. I had my parents, my girlfriend, I had a buddy, my sisters came to games. So it was just great to see my family able to watch games because it's always so surreal for them to be in the building. It's so much different than watching on TV across the country, right? So just having my sister, my parents, my uh, one of my best friends, Wesley, was there and, and my girlfriend being able to hang out for a little bit there was, was awesome. Talking here with Jake Christensen. It's the Monsters iView podcast. So Christy, we'll get to the shootout segment here in just a minute. But I wanted to follow up on one more thing with you before we get there. From last year to this year, and of course you had a great season in the American League last year. This year, maybe the, your game is evolving a little bit. Definitely more physical and engaged, it seems like, in, in all three zones all over the ice. So I'm kind of wondering, is that like a natural evolution for you just as you develop and, and sort of take in all the coaching you're receiving and stuff like that? Or is this sort of something that Columbus has made clear to you? They want you to play a more physical brand of hockey? Or is it just spending more time in the NHL against bigger, better, stronger players? To what do you attribute this sort of like growth and evolution in your game? I think it's a little bit of all of those points. Something that Columbus has said they want is me to be physical. Obviously, that comes with me growing my defensive game. And then also, yeah, I think that being in the AHL last year and the year before that, just growing and being more familiar and uh, comfortable. I think that every year that you're further in that league, you kind of become more physical and developing strength-wise. So I know that when I was in the Western League, I I got more physical as my years went on, just growing up as a guy. Well, uh, that is just about all the time we had budgeted here for you, Christy. Thank you again for doing this. We really appreciate it. But we always end the show with the signature segment. Nicole takes care of it. It's called the shootout. So Nicole, take it away. Okay, so the first one I have here is what's one thing from Cleveland that you wish you could get when you're back home during the offseason? Ooh, that's tough to pinpoint one thing because I love Rebel. I would love an NBA team, obviously, in Vancouver, which is another thing I love. So that's so hard. Mm. I'd probably have Rebel more often than go to the NBA games. So I'd have to pinpoint Rebel. Okay. Nice. Um, second we'll one. work on that sponsorship. For yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> um, second one is what is a piece of advice that you've gotten that just sort of sticks with you and you think about? My parents always say just enjoy the moment because you get so caught up in the process and worrying about certain things, even at the All-Star game, being nervous or worrying about travel and all that. And my mom, especially, Especially just says, enjoy it. You know, you're not going to have this forever. So enjoy it while you can. Okay. And last one, and quite possibly the hardest, is which teammate would you be okay getting stuck on a desert island with and why? Ooh, it's got to be Clates. <laughs> he's just so self-sufficient. I think being a farmer, he's got a lot of tools in his toolbox that he can he can use. And I also get along with him great, D partners. It, it'd have to be him. Another guy, Godet, he's he's good in the in the wild, but I think it, it'd be Clates for sure. Well, perfect. Nice. Very practical answer yeah, there. I yeah. like it. Well, Jake, thank you again, man. Great to catch up with you. Congrats again on the All-Star experience. That That's an awesome thing to have on anybody's resume. So uh, well done and well done today. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
Well, great stuff there from Jake Christensen. We're back on the Monsters Eye View podcast with Nicole Delvolano. I'm Tony Brown. Nicole, that was a fun little chat. I, I, I think it's been fun to watch Jake develop on the ice and off the ice here during his time with the Monsters. We know he, he's a great player, but he's blossomed into a real leader on this team, and uh, he does it with his play on the ice. And so he's a great example of just what the American Hockey League can do for a young guy. He has taken some big strides since he's found his way to Cleveland. Yeah, you know, great guy to talk to and good to learn more about a lot of it. He's just a pretty easygoing guy, but, you know, just such a positive attitude for everything that we spoke about, AHL, the All-Star Classic growing a bit more and everything. So always a good time. And after we got off the recording there with him, he said, uh, you you asked him, I thought it was a great question. What were you going to do with your four days off? Because sometimes, I mean, it's great to go to the All-Star game, but these guys also look forward to this time. So even about that, he was super positive. He's like, hey, well, it didn't happen, but oh, well, got to go up and uh, play in the All-Star game. So not too shabby. Yeah, definition of like go with the flow guy for sure. (laughs) Well, good stuff there, Nicole. Great work on another episode. And we will be back at it in a little bit more regular cadence here throughout the rest of the year. But our thanks goes out to Jake Christensen for sure. But also, Nicole, thanks to you. And thanks to all of you listeners for making the Monsters I View podcast what it is. Keep tuning in for more great Monsters conversations as we move towards the end of the 22-23 season. Nicole, nice work. Yeah, thank you. We're ready for the next one. All right. That's Nicole Delvolano. I'm Tony Brown, and this is it for the latest edition of the Monsters I View podcast. Thanks for listening wherever you get your podcasts.